Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It's the penultimate week in our Going Green Sustainability Series and today we're looking at how we can reduce our plastic use. Joining me in studio is Diane O'Connor and Natalie Pavone. Did I say your name properly, yep. Natalie? Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> My Italian is very poor. And you guys are from the Sustainable Life School. Maybe, um, Natalie, why don't you explain what that is? Yeah, so the Sustainable Life School is a social enterprise. So we're really excited to be part of the Get Social Dublin, promoting all social enterprises in Dublin. Dublin. So yeah, we set up the Sustainable Life School because we wanted to help people basically live more sustainably, empower those who are worried and care about the climate crisis to take action through lifestyle changes. So we help individuals, communities and businesses. Fabulous. And Diane, I believe you met at the school gates, was it? Well, actually, it was a little bit before that. uh, We met when our now going school girlies uh, were only three months old and a baby group. Oh. Yeah, and neither of them were happy when we sat down. So me and Natalie were standing at the back of the group and we just started chatting and here we are. So they were our little um, matchmakers, and I you, like to think. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> and you both obviously felt very passionate about sustainability issues and environmental issues. Tell me, this is one of the biggest things that I find um, difficult to affect my personal behaviour is the use of plastic. How can we reduce our plastic use in everyday life? It's quite difficult because it is everywhere. Yeah, no, it really is. And we always kind of say, if you start at the kitchen and the bathroom, they seem to kind of have the most plastic inside your house. Uh, one thing that we suggest people to do, it's really exciting, um, a recycling bin audit, um, perfect choose activity, and to really look through where the plastic is coming from and see, well, okay, are there things there that I just can stop buying? Or are there products that I can switch to a better alternative like a paper or cardboard? Or there's some things that I can buy loose or refill in a local refill shop, which is a big um big impact way to cut cut down really. Are refilling shops becoming more common now? Are they still concentrated in the cities or you know can people see them popping up anywhere else because it is very useful to buy certain things in bulk and to put them into your own containers be they plastic or otherwise at least they're not getting thrown out. Yeah, like I think we see definitely, uh, you know, a really big increase in refill shops in Dublin, but also across Ireland. So there is a really handy website, the Earthy Marketplace, uh, where you can go and check, uh, you know, your closest refill shop near to you. And you also the gozero.ie uh, um, that have good listings. So I think, yeah, the number of refill shops is definitely increasing. And I'm wondering when you talk about the kitchen and the bathroom and an audit of that, where is most difficult to cut down? Um, I think the place is most difficult to cut down, I think it's food. And I think it's because it's a cost issue for people. Um, Like when you look at loose products, some of them are really competitive alongside supermarket products like getting loose chickpeas, loose pulses, that sort of thing and oats. They're actually very competitive compared to supermarket prices. But um, other products are more expensive like pasta, um, nuts. And I think so food is food is the most difficult one. But I guess to flip it, what we find often is true trying to live more sustainably, you're buying a lot more pre-loved items, you're buying a lot more second-hand items and often, you know, you become a big fan of recycle. So it, it does free up a budget to kind of put into these products. So that's whether that's buying loose um, fruit and veg from a farmer's market. Um, but we always say 
do what you can within your budget. And we totally understand everything is down to the individual as well, you know. What I find really frustrating about the food issue is that a lot of the stuff that I take home from the supermarket, I will go to recycle it. And on the back, it says don't recycle. You know, it doesn't even give me the option of letting the, the, the waste collection make the decision for me. What is that about? How, how can it be don't recycle? What is in that uh, plastic? What is in the substance that means we have to throw it into landfill? This is, sorry. Yeah, no, up to recently, I think, for example, you couldn't recycle soft plastic, but that's now changed. So I think a lot of the labelling will probably need to be updated as well. Well, actually, I was wondering about that because there are, I don't want to kind of get into naming supermarkets, but I think some are worse culprits than others. And they are coming in a packet that is, that actually doesn't just say check recycling locally. It is don't recycle, which I find very problematic. Um, Also, personal hygiene. This is a big area we can reduce plastic waste, is it? No. Yeah, this is this is like probably one of our favourites because it actually can become a nice thing. Like if you swap out a bottle of shampoo for a shampoo bar, you know, it's kind of nearly a treat. Some of them are lovely and a lot of them are Irish made and they're organic. So it's actually a better product for you and they last quite a long time. And the same with the toothbrushes, like that you can get now bamboo toothbrushes and deodorant bars. And so you're actually putting better quality products on your skin. So, you know, it's actually it's actually a nice change to make for you as well. Is the mass market showing signs of following suit? Because obviously the likes of shampoo bars, these tend to be small, independent suppliers. I think it's changing because, you know, the big supermarkets are seeing the trend increasing. And now if you've noticed in supermarkets, you actually can get shampoo bars now. So the big brands are kind of following on. So that's definitely a trend that it's picking up. Uh, tell me about uh, menstrual products because that is something that is becoming more I don't want to say fashionable now that's really the wrong word but it's something that's not people aren't as squeamish about it as they would have been why should we be using why should women be using menstrual um, products that are reusable instead of tampons and sanitary towels that they throw away um, it's very similar to all the other personal products it's actually better for your health like there's less there's less kind of foreign ingredients you know they're natural products like if you look at the menstrual cup it's a um, medical grade either latex silicone or rubber so they're better products to be putting into your body and um, they also massively reduce the amount of plastic and disposable and also from a cost point of view like I use a menstrual cup and period pad pants and like at the end of the period you sterilize your cup you wash your pants and then you don't actually have to worry about buying any more products and you're ready to go at your next period like so there's so many benefits I think Are period pants uh, expensive? I'd say it's probably expensive to to buy a little rotation of them Yes yeah yeah and I think this is something again another topic but I I think that's something that needs to be looked at because I really believe these products should be accessible to everybody no matter what your budget is so it is an initial investment but then if you have like so some of them can cost anyway from 17 all the way up to 30 but then you have them for a very long time. Okay. There's a text here that says, as a shaving man, I switched to using a straight edge razor along with a brush and a shaving soap about 12 years ago. The amount of one use plastic razors I no longer use is enormous. That's that's a big area, isn't it? And w- women, can women easily use the straight edge razor too? I don't know. I, I don't know. 
yeah we we can um, and I do and they're actually it's actually really nice now the thing I find with it is it takes a bit longer so you need to kind of take your time with it a bit more and again you can kind of put that into a little like pampering in the bath thing but yeah they're they're excellent and you just you the razor blades are interchangeable um, and again great because it's a metal blade so these are infinitely recyclable I collect them in a little jar have it up safe in my house and then when that's full I can bring it to my local civic amenity centre and they're quite they're quite cost effective to buy um, like a pack of five I think is maybe 150 or if you buy them in bulk you can get them even cheaper than that Okay wonderful so if people want to find out more ways of how they can reduce their plastic use on a daily basis do you guys have a website with pointers? Yeah, well, we have an Instagram page actually at the Sustainable Life School where we share all these tips on a weekly basis. And then we have a website, www.sustainablelifeschool.ie, where we kind of give information about our upcoming programmes and sessions. Fabulous. Thank you very much, Natalie Pavoni and Diane O'Connor from the Sustainable Life School for coming into us today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.